Welcome everyone to the Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chaudhry and can't wait to jump into today's podcast episode. Episode number 63, we have a special guest Fletcher Ellingson. In this episode we'll discuss with the Fletcher the topic Ocean of Values. So don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on our podcast. Let's dive in. Hi Fletcher, thank you so much for coming to the show. I really appreciate having been today. Yvette, uh, thanks for having me. I'm doing exceptionally well and looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, same here. Super excited to talk to you and get more about Ocean of Values, like uh, which we talked about last time, which is going to be topic of our today's episode. So yeah, so before we get to the topic, I want to know more about you, like uh, how you became a life coach and what are you actually doing? What actually motivated to become one? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'll tell a little bit about myself. Um, I love to play piano, drums, guitar. I love to yeah. sing. I love to swing dance. Love to play pickleball. Love to exercise. But my passion really is talking about uh, talking with people about how to rewire their brain and their nervous system so they mm-hmm. can begin thinking different thoughts in order to produce new results in their life. Um, that's what really, really lights me up. Um, and I, and I, and I got interested in this when at a very young age in uh, elementary school, my first personal development book was a book, uh, you probably recognize it's called the power of positive thinking by Mr. Yeah. Uh, Norman Vincent Peale. I I read that book as well. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And that, and that kind of put me on this journey of, uh, self-improvement and kind of evolving my thinking and I definitely Mm. had ups and downs in my life uh, where I was more interested in um, at times than others Uh, but in my years ago in my previous job I was I I had the opportunity to begin speaking all over the United States um, to to big corporations small corporations um, and I was in front of thousands and thousands of people and I began working with entrepreneurs and with so many of them that I began seeing, I was able to identify patterns. Yeah. And, and, and those patterns I had seen in my own life and I was working on those and I began seeing them in the, in the lives of my entrepreneur clients. And so I began finding myself in, in a coaching capacity mm-hmm. uh, before I was even actually doing this for, for a living. Yeah. But I was enjoying it so much and getting such great results in my own life and in, in my clients' lives that I decided about uh, a number of years ago to just leave my old business completely, yeah. do this full time. And I'm telling you what, I'm so glad I, I made the move. But what's interesting about it is that, you know, there's a, you can't, sometimes I think, oh, I wish I would have got to, into this sooner. But then yeah. I realized, you know what? It's, it happened at the perfect time. I probably wasn't ready, you know, 10 years yeah. ago, uh, but five or six years ago, I was ready. And so you take things as they come. And I, I believe in perfect timing. Yeah, absolutely. It's true to say like uh, ev- everyone got the perfect timing and God has planned for, for you, like uh, whenever it's right for you, then you're going to get it. Even though try a million times, isn't going to happen. So <laughs> what, what was your like, first business when you started? Yeah, so... Um, a long time ago, gosh, about, I want to say close to 20. Yeah. It must've been about 20 years ago. Now I, I was instrumental in, 
in forming this uh, technology company. Uh, it was already in existence. It was a three-person company at the time I approached them, but they were doing something really neat. And mm -hmm. you'll appreciate this because I'm sure you've gone online and said, um you're you're in are you in manchester is that where you're at yeah yeah okay so so you may have gone online and said all right i'm looking for a house or an apartment uh three bedroom two bath in manchester for this much money you hit enter and you, you get all the results right yeah yeah so years ago as you know we didn't have that yeah. ability <laughs> to do that so the company that um i helped build we actually specialized in that technology, it's called um, uh, IDX. Mm -hmm. um, it brings all the MLS listings and puts them on in a searchable uh, online format. And so that's what I began. Um, I began selling that and 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 coaching real estate companies and real estate agents in how to use this technology and how to you know market themselves and. And so that's, we built a highly successful company. Was, we were one of the first companies in the United States to actually bring this uh, technology yeah. to the marketplace. So that's what I did. And that's why I had the opportunity to get in front of so many audiences and work with entrepreneurs on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Yeah, that's interesting. And what happened to the actual company then? Yeah, so you that company took off. That com yeah, that company's still going. Yeah. And, but I, but, uh, you know, I, I had a good run with it and, you know, there comes a time as you know, in, in, in your life where you, you kind of outgrow yeah. or you're ready for that next adventure. Um, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. And so this is something that I've been passionate about. Like I said, since mm. elementary school, like yeah. really just positive thinking and, and personal development and, and I guess it took that line that long to really accrue the experience that yeah. I needed to become uh, impactful with my clients. Yeah, it's, it's great. So like uh, ever since then, like you are coaching entrepreneurs right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I love working with entrepreneurs because, you know, in our world, we've got the, the Amazons and the yeah. Apple and the Tesla. We've got all these things, but it's still the it's still the small to moderate sized businesses mm. that are the engine of our country. It's I mean, yeah of the world really um it's all the little mom and pop shops and the and the small to moderate size businesses that are that are really keeping our our world going and providing employment and i have and i know what it's like to be an entrepreneur i have such a heart for entrepreneurs and i've struggled i've had businesses yeah. that have completely crashed and burned like completely where i lost everything and um had I had to figure something out really fast right but so I have such a heart for them and I see them working hard and hard and hard, but mm -hmm. frequently what's missing is that, that mindset mentality yeah. is that mindset. Right. Um, Cause just like me, I could work really hard. In fact, when things got tough, I would just double down and work harder. I'd work more days or I'd work longer hours, yeah. but that, that, that didn't get me where I needed to go. What I was missing was a, a way of thinking um, that would allow me to operate from a place of abundance instead of scarcity, um, uh, confidence instead of fear, right? Uh, yeah. Calm instead of anxiety. And when I was able to really manage my mindset, and, and which is my thinking, I began getting results that were radically different than what I had had been experiencing. And it was a game mm. changer since then. So that's what yeah. I want to share with my, my clients. I can totally relate to that. Like uh, every time, like uh, we have like a lowest moment on the business wise. And this is not like uh, you work more harder and get the results back. 
you work you can work more harder but it doesn't really make the game the results so it's, it's all about like when a hard some kind of hurdle through you have to go through i uh, just step back and come to my office and think about it what's the different way to approach it and first thing in the uh, mind which is came like a, uh, i need to double down in my work but it wasn't actually true i came up with it like i need to work less in order to get results you just need like a new strategy new one idea or like you need another people for like execute and take it to next level so yes. yeah i totally understand like where you're coming from yeah yeah new thinking right thinking yeah. outside the box but it but it's it it takes something to think outside the box it's really yeah. we have to begin to practice thinking differently than we have and while it's easy to say that mm -hmm. most of us don't understand how we think in the first place so when you when you when you tell somebody hey you got to start thinking differently you know, they, they don't know what that means they're like well what does yeah. that look like or or maybe they think oh okay i'll start thinking different and then the very next second they're thinking exactly the same way so we're so practiced at it but there is a methodology and that's the methodology that I impart to my clients. We begin to rewire the brain and rewire the nervous system, mm -hmm. which allows for, for literally different thoughts. Um, you know, cause you probably heard this, um, uh, this fact, but you know, brain scientists say that we, we think about 70,000 thoughts a day yeah. on an average and almost all of those thoughts are the exact same thoughts that we thought yesterday, the day before, the day before, etc. Yeah. So if we're not thinking any new thoughts on a regular basis, then it's going to be impossible to get new results because sure. because it requires that new thinking in order to produce a, a new, new result. results. You, yeah. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the experiences on a business wise, like I've been running business from age of 19, so about eight years now. And before that, when I was 10 years old, I was involved with my parent business. So in Bangladesh, look after like real estate, get the restaurant, also transport business. So coming from that kind of background, I can understand like what comes from like anything you need to make changes, you need to change your thinking. Where I used to think like it's going to work the same way, but you have to change the whole system from your mind and you have to open to that. We always like, oh no, this is my values or this is my something. I created imaginary thoughts in my head and I have to go that way, but it's, it's not actually true. In order to make yes. the change, you have to forget about what you thought last year or last month. If something is changing right now, you have to change it. Like during the COVID, right? So people thought is a brick and mortal is only way. We have to open a shop in a mall or like a, in a high street and Customers gonna come. We're just gonna send some leaflet or like a flyers, and people will know us. But the COVID changed the whole thing. Like malls are closed, the high street shops are closed, even forced to be closed. So some people have to adapt with a new technology and call internet and be open your online store and do some marketing on Facebook, Google, and SEO. You have to learn things. Yes. And, and you move forward. And if you had the thinking of like 20 years back. Most of them who had the 20 years back uh, mentality, they got bankrupt during the time and yes. they didn't adapt. Even though Toys yes. for Us, yeah, for instance, the Perfect largest example. retailer, yeah, they thought like uh, they're going to be biggest in a retail. They have like a brick and mortar store and they're not going to go online and not going to do anything online. 
and people will come by. It wasn't actually true. The Amazon came and then uh, they just took over the whole market share. And yeah, you have to make the changes. And I absolutely agree with you. Like, but yeah, yeah. Blockbuster was another example, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Blockbuster Video. CD. I mean, they they had the they had the market completely cornered, mm. and, and but they. Yeah, they weren't willing to uh, adjust their thinking and, and their approach. And I love what you said. You said something about um, uh, uh, questioning your assumptions or something earlier. <clears throat> and I love that. Because I just read a quote from uh, Elon Musk the other day. It said, yeah. you know, question your assumptions, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and fix what's broken and adjust to reality. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. And I love that because, you know, our assumptions are they fly underneath the radar, so to speak, right? Yeah. They're, they're like camouflage in our head. So it's quite, it's quite a task and a practice to begin to question my assumptions, because first of all, I need to really get clear and present to what my mm -hmm. assumptions are. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like that quote. And I, I appreciate that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just so true, isn't it? And mm -hmm. also come across with the, like, we need more small businesses to do well rather than big businesses doing well. Because we, we need like anxiety, depression free, like a community and society. The only way is like loving what you actually do and yes. loving actually what you do without having a boss, which is like a business. And having a business, I don't recommend people to make a billion dollar business, everyone. So there will be like a no employee to work with. Having a self employed business or like a one to three people working on a business or million dollar business, it's completely healthy. And because you have to have like a balanced life, right? You have yeah. your friends, community, your, your children, uh, your family. You need to give the time, even though yourself, your hobby, like you mentioned earlier on this episode, which is I'm really interested to know, which is pickleball you love to play. Then I have no clue what pickleball is. So people have that kind of like a thing. Even though with me, uh, after this podcast episode, I'm going to play badminton. Uh, I go to mosque five times a day. I'm praying. I love spending time with my little one, my wife as well. If I was building a billion dollar business, I wouldn't have any of that. And making the kind of money, it doesn't really mean it gives you like all of them freedom and doesn't really mean it gives you like everything you love. Because more money you're going to make, a more big business you're going to make, there is a sacrifice to it. And you have to spend mm. a lot of time. Not only time, then your brain always like, oh, what's going on to the meeting and everything. You can you can probably see in like Mark Zuckerberg, how often he goes to court every time he gets sued, even the Google uh, CEO <laughs> and uh, Sundar Pichaya. So he's like every week for like a, some kind of lawsuit he's have to yes. go through and everything so that kind of anxiety and stress you need for having a big businesses compared to small one you probably have a suit lawsuit of ever after 10 years or 20 years if someone don't like you or something <laughs> otherwise yeah. like a more safer business so yeah, yeah congratulations to you like helping small and medium-sized businesses which we really really need help with so let's get to the topic which we going to talk about on this episode and you're really passionate about ocean of values so talk about yes. what do you mean by the ocean of values yeah so um so that so the what i like to suggest to people because in talking with people frequently they say well i want to i want to find somebody who shares the same values as me mm -hmm. or or we talk about values a lot right yeah um when we're looking for a, a, a partner, whether it's a business partner, well, I want to make sure they have the same values or, or whether it's a mate, 
you know, yeah. uh, some uh, uh, significant other, like, well, I'm looking for someone, but I want to make sure they have the same values, uh, mm. family time. So let me just ask you a, a few questions, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, just and just to, to illustrate something. But I, I assume that you value family. Yes. Yeah. And do you value freedom? Absolutely. Yeah. And do you value um, uh, do you value uh, the ability to to have to create wealth? Yeah. Same time. Yeah. Yeah. And you value, I bet you value honesty. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you probably value creativity. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and how about <laughs> loyalty? I think it's one of the main thing loyalty is. Yeah. Yeah. Loyalty is huge. Right. Yeah. Um, um, and we also value things like um, rest and, and health. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see, so we go, we, I could keep on going on and on and on and we come mm -hmm. up with a, a list of 25, 30 values. Now, the interesting thing is, is that all of us have the same values. Yeah. So a lot of people think, um, well, I got to find someone with the same values. No, no, no. What I want to, what I want to really encourage you to consider is that we all have the same values. Mm -hmm. I don't care if we're of different faiths. Yeah. Different races, different gender, different occupations. We all have the same values. So my point is this, and this is kind of alarming to some people when I say it, but I really believe your values don't mean Jack. They don't make a difference in your life. Now, I'm not saying they're not important. Yeah, I think values are important. But here's what I think a value really is. A value is simply a, an indicator of preference. It okay. highlights a preference that I want. Um, I value family and family time. Mm -hmm. I value freedom. Okay, got it. We all do. So does the mafia. So does the mob. Yeah. So, do, so do cartels and organized crime syndicates. You see, we, we have the exact same values as organized crime, cartel, syndicates, mafia, mob, whatever you want to call it. Now, some people may be objecting. They're like, what? what are you talking about? I don't have the same values as a criminal. No, you do. We just got done saying we value freedom. Yeah. Do they? Absolutely. That's why they're they fighting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Do they value um, Do they value family time? Huge on family. Yeah. Do they value loyalty? You better believe it because you're going to get whacked if you don't if you don't have it, right? Yeah. Uh, do they value um, religion or spirituality? Absolutely. Do they value honesty? Yes. Now you that now people listening to me, but they lie all mm. the time. No, they value honesty within their in their family. They value honesty within on the their team. community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do they value being on time, being your word? You can you can see that we all share the exact same values. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody will say, well, yeah, but they're willing to murder. So it's not that they value murder. They valued something like loyalty, honesty, and the consequence was murder because yeah. there, was, there wasn't, right? So I'm not saying that, I'm not saying they value murder, uh, but we all share the same values now. If a value is a simply an indicator of preference, then what really makes the difference in our life? Mm -hmm. 
And what I want to suggest to the to our audience is that the thing that really moves the needle is not values. It is the standard that we have around that value. So right. for instance, so for instance, uh, some of the sometimes I work with clients who yeah. who value wealth. They value having money. Um, they 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 like the idea of having freedom with <clears throat> with money. But then when we get in a conversation, it becomes clear they don't have any savings. Right. Yeah. Right. So so their standard, what they're willing to settle for. So a standard is just what we're will, what I'm willing to settle for. So yeah, a standard. I I say I value having money, but if you look at my checking account or my savings account, I have nothing. There's nothing, right? Yeah. So my standard is that it doesn't um, align. It doesn't align, right? There's a gap. Yeah. There. Yeah. So so just because I say I value it doesn't mean it has an impact on my life. Mm. So the value is the thing that really determines, I'm sorry, this, the standard is the thing that determines the results in our life, yeah. not the values. And I think this is such an important discussion because I think there's a huge emphasis on, on well, you, you got to make sure you understand what your values are. No, we all have the same ones. They're pretty much a given. Yeah. But they don't determine the results. Like you, you just said, um, I think you just said, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you, I heard you say you go to a mosque five times a day. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. So, so you clearly have a value. Yeah. You have, you have a spiritual value, right? It's true. And you also have the standard that backs it up. Yeah. That it's the standard that gets you the results. It's the standard that, that um, ensures that you have that spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. right it, yeah. it, it's, it's what kind of breathes the life into it it's the it's the action now there are some people who claim to be um uh, a spiritual but they don't go to mosque five times a day no uh, they may not pray they may do things that that their religion says don't do so you can see that while they still value their faith they don't have a standard that supports a high level of of, of action in it right yeah and so it determines the results they're going to get in the in that area called spirituality. Yeah. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Uh, and I can give you another example, which has come to like a yeah for like a relationship. So same yeah. way it goes with the relationship. Like uh, mentioned, like I value my relationship with my wife. So some people say like I value my relationship with my spouse, but they only spending probably five minutes a day or half an hour a day. They're so busy with their career and other things, even though they are home, they're not actually talking to each other while they're eating their meal, they on the phone or probably get yes. distracted something else or checking your work email or like uh, texting someone, even though yes. they you know, sitting on the same couch, they were watching someone thing on Netflix, which is nothing wrong with it. But how yes. much quality time you actually are having with your spouse or even your, your child? You can say, I value my relationship. I value my spouse, my uh, children. But actually, how much time you actually talking to the, your child? Is it like a quality time in there? Or just say you just sitting uh, on the other side of the sofa and they're on the side of the sofa. They're on their like a PlayStation or like on their uh, phone and you on the other side on the phone and we you both uh, sit down for six hours straight but i say i spent time with them on six hours there but actually was there actually any communication you two between 
just a hi and hello you know what i mean so yes that, there yeah. is uh, the action is not there really so, good that's a yeah. really good example yeah so what i encourage people to do is like really get honest mm. with yourself um you know identify first of all what is my standard if i say i value family time yeah which is a preference right i value family that's my preference now it's time to get honest about what your standard is and identify it. So yeah. first of all, because people may not have, they may have, one of the issues is that we're not practiced at identifying our standards. Yeah. So, so for instance, in our household, um, we have a standard of mm -hmm. connecting on a regular basis. So we have a standard at, at mealtime. We're not on our phones. That's yeah. the standard, right? Um, because it gets in the way of connecting. Mm -hmm. uh, we we, we want to be present. We also have a standard that we play board games on a weekly basis. So we sit down right. and we play, we play Monopoly, we play cards, we, we play games that are, that in, so we're interacting. Yeah. And that's not just once in a while, it's on a regular basis. Cause weekly basis. Yeah. Yes. Right. It's not just like accidental, it's yeah. planned. Right. Yeah. Because that's our standard. And my wife and I, um, I love that you brought up the, the, the marriage because frequently and especially if you've been married for a while mm -hmm. it can e be easy to fall into these these habits where you don't connect and then you yeah. and then you wonder like what's going on i don't feel connected with you so like my wife and i we have a standard of going out on dates on a regular basis yeah um so we're, we're leaving the home we're going out just the two of us no kids where we're connecting right mm -hmm. um so or, or with health and fitness is another good one. Like um, a standard of mine is that uh, I have a standard about the weight that I want. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm really aware of, of that. But I also have a standard of I need to be able to, any day of the week, I need to be able to easily go run three miles. Like, yeah. like no questions asked. Like that's my standard. If I ever got below that, that's not going to serve my life. Um, mm -hmm. So, so, you know, and, and, um, I used to be into triathlons and, and so I was constantly upping my standard. Right. Yeah. And then after I got out of it, I, I, I realized, but I still want to have a, a standard for my health, my, what I'm willing to settle for. So I realized like, okay, I want to be able on any day of the week to be able to, to run three miles, uh, swim a mile and bike 14 miles. That's a, that's, that's called a, a sprint triathlon. Right. Um, and so I want to just, my standard is that I maintain my level of fitness so that I can do that any day of the week. Yeah. It's very clear, right? Um, and we can do that when we do that, when we begin identifying and creating our standards, we then have access to creating the results that we want. Absolutely. It's no longer accidental, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to lead my next question, which is how we are going to build a standard. And oh. how's the process like, you know, like yes. forget about the results and just get to the standard first. And I know like it's not easy thing to say we can create values. We can write down 30 or 100 values. We're actually doing the actual thing, the activity, even though like health wise, yes. you said you have to run for like three miles or things like that. It's not easy. Like someday you're going to feel exhausted. Someday you're not going to be in the mood. Someday you have a fight with your spouse. So you have to have yes. a consistency. So how do you start and stick to the uh, core of actually? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful question. So, so number one, 
identify the standard that you want to have. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not going to be the standard you currently have because yeah. you're not there yet, but identify the standard that you want to have. So for instance, if you're, if you're wanting to um, buy a house or have a savings account for a vacation or college or whatever, but you don't have it yet, just get clear about, oh, I'm starting this and, and I'm all about taking baby steps and setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. Open up the account, put $5 in it. Yeah. Now you've, now you've just taken an action. It was easy. I opened yeah. up an account, I put, or even if it's a jar on the, on the counter, you know, take that action right now, put a quarter in, I don't care. Put something in that because your mind is going to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. It's now, you're now beginning to think differently. Yeah. And your mind is paying attention. It's saying, oh, we're saving money now. And now it begins to look to do that again, because it yeah. feels good, right? Because when you put money in the jar or in the account, you activate the dopamine in your, in your mind, the, the chemistry, it feels good. And you begin to associate, oh, it feels good to save money. Ooh, it feels good to see the money starting to pile up, right? So yeah. first of all, we identify the standard that we want to have. And we, we re- when I say identify it, we get clear about it. Mm-hmm. Like I want $1,000 in my savings account, or I want 100,000 or 50, whatever it is, yeah. get clear about it. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. So have a little uh, self-compassion and patience for yourself, but you begin just taking baby steps. So that's yeah. the first thing. Identify the standard. Now, the second thing that's really going to to um, it's really going to accelerate this process is this: get around people who already have the standards you want to have. Right. So yeah, right. So when I when I first got into triathlons, my belief system was: there's no way that I can do this. There is no way that I can do those long distances. I don't even know how to swim. So first of all, I had to learn how to swim. Yeah. And so I got around people who knew how to swim, who did it well, and I began hanging out with them. And so I had to get around people who knew how to ride bikes. I mean, I knew how to ride a bike, but like long distance bike riding, right? Yeah. So I got around people who knew how to do it. And what I found out is that every time I went out with them, I learned something, I got a little bit better, then a little bit better. I am I began yeah. seeing improvement and my belief then began to to change from I can't do this to I can do it. I can do it. Right. Yeah. And then after I completed the triathlon, well, now I had a hundred percent evidence that I could do it, right? Yeah. So it made it impossible for me to go back to my old belief that, oh, I can't, I can't do that because I already done it. Mm. My mind knew. So the second thing and the most important thing is get around people who have the standards that you want, who, who have the result. Like you, for instance, you've got your show, right? You've got yeah. your business. Uh, you, you, you have an incredible story. Um, you have an incredible mindset. So if people wanted to do what you're doing, they should get around people like you, right? Who, who yeah. are doing it. Um, that's, the, that's the biggest thing because we usually rise or sink to the level yeah. of the standards that of the people that were uh, around. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just like uh, sometimes we get too scared, like I won't be able to match, match up the person or I'm following, yes. or sometimes it's like they, they go and go beyond the, the person they're following. 
So, so sometimes yes. some people follow their coaches. They've been coached by someone and they eventually make more money than the coaches. Yeah. They, even though they look for like a university students, some of them teaching business MBA, but eventually then students are becoming like a CEO of the biggest company. And the right. teacher is the teacher who is at the moment. So yeah, when you actually decide to do something and you give you 100%, you, you see the kind of results. But sometimes if you get freeze, like you're seeing like, what coming next i won't be able to do that i won't be able to match the kind of uh, things he or she did then we get into the trap i think you have to focus on your inner strength we can model someone like this person is doing well this is something i want to do then you look for like your own strength and do according to this some people like achieved within two years like i see a lot of podcaster uh one of the women i so on like a Forbes magazine or something, uh, she got about 1 million subscriber within like a first day, uh, got uh, 1 million subscriber. She got about 10 million subscriber on TikTok. She boosted down, but it, it's not going to happen to, to everyone. Like a Joe right. Rogan show, like it took him like a 10 years to build where he is at the moment. You know, Gary Vee, like uh, he always talk about like uh, his first wine library TV, two years and like not many people are viewing his stuff. But right now, look, I'm like everyone knows him in the business world and yes. everyone listen to his podcast and YouTube and everything. So, yeah, if, if he was thinking like, oh, why didn't I get successful in 30 days, 1 million subscribers or like I didn't get to like where I wanted to be, then he wouldn't be where he is today. So everyone's journey is like a different and we have to respect the only thing we just need to follow is like what is our own strength. Yes, uh, probably your strength is like you can work 18 hours a day. Probably my strength is like after four hours, this is the maximum I can give a best shot. I'd rather do that, right? So yeah. I'd rather give like my best shot in four hours and then competing with you like 18 hours trying to exhaust myself. And I know myself, if I do like 18 hours after one week, I wouldn't be alive or I wouldn't be like doing that <laughs> job ever. I would hated it and forever. So I'd rather focus on my own strength for four hours a day. This is what my capacity is. And if I want to increase it, I increase it like uh, next week, I'll do five hours. A yeah. week after, I'll try six. If I, yes. it's not possible, I stick around for a while, two, three months, and I increase it seven hours. This is what I can do rather than like a jumping 18 hours straight away. And like then I burn out myself and I just completely don't do the task anymore. Yeah. Yes, I love it. And what, you're, and what I'm hearing you say uh, loud and clear is like you're aware of your standards for your work. Yeah. Like, oh, like, hey, I know I'm at my best with a, a four-hour workday. You know, that's my standard. I'm gonna yeah. give. I'm gonna give. Uh, be a hundred percent focused for four hours, and I'm gonna get stuff done. Mm. So that's like that's like. I mean, that's what I hear is like you. You're saying like that's my standard. That's what I'm willing to settle for, right? And yeah. then if you wanna, and then if you wanna do more, that's up to you, obviously. But you've got a, a clear standard around your work week what you yeah. and what and what you need to get done right yes absolutely it's not like you do one day like 100 percent uh long hours the next day like no hours at all because you burnt out from this today and that consistency is matters like if you think about like working for one week 18 hours how many hours is that probably 100 nearly 90 to 100 hours and if you think about uh, for like uh, 10 years you do the consistent four hours a day how many hours is that and you're right. look, looking for like a long-term uh, solution here rather than like a short-term thing. You can 
probably do something like a short term, like you're trying to convince a, your spouse or someone, like you met a girl or trying to date something and you've dated before, you're learning the new skills, how to talk to her and everything. You can do that for one week. That's totally fine. But while you're building a business, that's a long time thing. And even yeah. though when you're married to someone, that's completely different thing as well. Uh, it's no hard work going to make any difference to it. It's about like looking for like a sm small little things day to day. And mm -hmm. it's not about that roses flower every day. It's like, how, how are you doing, Tony, after she come from a work? Or like, shall I make the dinner tonight rather than you doing it? Or like, shall I give you foot massage if you, if you need it? Like, this kind of things matters for a long-term relationship rather than like one day you busted out and everything, you bought a red Ferrari for her and after a whole year, mm -hmm. like you didn't even have no clue she exists in the first place, right? <laughs> yes. That yes. doesn't really actually work, does it? And I love that. That's a really powerful example you gave. Uh, I want to pause there because you're talking now about a standard in your marriage, right? Yeah. And, and what I'm hearing you saying is, is you're talking about a standard of, of giving back, contributing mm. to your, to your wife, right? Like there's a standard there. Uh, the standard it uh, is clear. You have a standard that says, I give, I, I take care of, I give back, I pay attention to, I'm present with my partner. Yeah. Um, and, and that's so powerful. It's so powerful to, to be present to our standards because again, it determines the actions we will take and therefore determines the results that we get. Again, values, yeah. are, values are, are important. I don't want to, I don't want my, your audience to hear otherwise. They are important, but they are an indicator of preference mm. standards determine the actions and therefore the results. Yeah, so true. And how people can look for like uh, their results, do they have to be patient or they look for like instant results? Like we talked yeah. about over and over in this podcast, but most people think like, oh, I've sorted out my standards and everything. I'm not seeing any kind of results. So what shall I do? Shall I give up on it or not? <laughs> yeah. So really good, really good question. So um, so my standard is I'm persistent, mm. right? I value persistence. And my standard is that I am persistent. Yeah. Um, I take action. Um, and so I, I truly believe that if you, uh, you know, really important concept here, because most entrepreneurs have a sense and, and my clients, I hear this yeah. from my clients too. I should be further along than I am. Right. Yeah. I, sh I should be further along than I am. I, uh, I should have started this years ago. And to that, I say, you are where you are. You couldn't be anywhere. You couldn't be anywhere else. Yeah. And, and everything that you've done led you to this point, which means you're exactly where you should be. So mm -hmm. embrace that and trust. And usually what's missing is the trust. Yeah. Right. When we, when we're worried that we're not going to be, that things are going to work out for us, what, what we're doing is we're stepping into fear and anxiety and mm. worry and we're missing the whole trust thing. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm trusting that I'm exactly where I should be right now. I'm trusting that I have perfect timing. I'm trusting that I am on track. I'm, and some people say, well, I'm too old. No, no, no. You're the perfect age. Yeah. You have, you have all this experience from which to draw, right? It's now is the perfect time. Some people, you know, there's that old saying, when, when's the best time to plant, a, plant an oak tree? Oh, 20 years ago. 
when's the second best time right now yeah. so you know it's it's you're take advantage of the moment because that's all there is so there's no better time there's no more perfect time than right than now. now yeah right yeah. forget about the past like why what happened happened you know yes. you can't do anything like no make changes what if that happened why if i started before you can say if there but that if doesn't really actually work right now what i can do right now what i can do for the future is most important thing yeah i totally agree on that yeah absolutely yeah, yeah so fletcher thank you so much sharing your ocean of values thoughts on that and you click clear for us i really appreciate it we are running out of the time for this podcast so those who's listening if they want to reach out to you learn more about you how they can find you yeah uh, please visit me at fletcherellingson.com. That's fletcherellingson.com. You can go there, grab a copy of my uh, free ebook, or uh, sign up for my free five video day, uh, my five my free five a day video course. Um, this course is not fluff. It is not filler. This is legit stuff that I use in my uh, uh, in my regular coaching yeah. uh, curriculum with my clients. This this is the good stuff. Um, or take my happiness quiz or reach out to me for a discovery call. Just go to FletcherEllingson.com. If you are the person who wants to begin to rewire your brain, your nervous system to get off the chart results, to get new results, mm-hmm. let's have a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your details. And Thank I really, you. really appreciate it, like uh, coming to my show and sharing your knowledge and expertise on this topic. Uh, I wish you good luck. And thank you so much for coming to Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're most welcome. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this show. I really, really appreciate it. So till the next episode, stay safe, stay healthy. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you.